Welcome everyone to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. Hello. Hope you're having a good day. If not, maybe we can help cheer you up a little bit. Yeah. So, we're going to review three movies. Oh, alright. El Camino, mm. the Breaking Bad movie. Okay. And also, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Quentin Tarantino film. And The Irishman, of which I have seen, mm-hmm. you've seen a little bit. Yeah, good portion of it, yeah. So, I'm not going to spoil my feelings, so we'll just go one at a time. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so, El Camino. We mm-hmm. are big Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad fans. Oh, absolutely. And Better Call Saul, which is, That's of course, true. the prequels to Breaking Bad. And Prequel series, I should say. Yeah. Both amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yes. And we will be talking spoilers of the movies because they've all been out for a while. Well, Irishman hasn't, but that's okay. Right. Right. So, the El Camino movie was shrouded in secrecy. No one really knew what it was about, who was going to be in it. And it ended up focusing on Jesse Pinkman, the character, and his life and steps Mm -hmm. after the end of the Breaking Bad series. Exactly. And little did we know that it would also involve one of the members of the Aryan gang in... Uh, toward the end of Breaking Bad. Yes. And yes. I don't know his name. It's a, Todd. It's a good Todd. Yeah. So, I... I mean, first of all, when something is so good as Breaking Bad, it's hard to meet and or beat that. Right. It is really difficult when you have something that you've set a bar so high on mm-hmm. to either meet or exceed the expectations and so I I did not like it as much I felt that it was kind of a it, it, it could have been like a, a short it could have been maybe as long as an episode and kind of show that I, so I enjoyed it I didn't love it, like, oh my god, obsessively love it, but I did enjoy it, and I probably enjoyed it more than you did, um, primarily because I really loved Jesse's character, I thought it, yep. he was such an amazing character, and I loved that they gave us the what happened to him afterwards, mm-hmm. I really, really appreciated that quite a bit, I thought it was really good that, you know, they had all kinds of little cameos from the characters we've known and loved, and... Even if they were brief, I liked... I'm not going to spoil who the cameos were, because I think that... Okay. For people who haven't seen it, okay. it's good. Um, there were some characters I would have expected to see that didn't see, and then some that I... Uh, it would have been cool to see, and we kind of did, but then... Anyway. So, the point is, I like the fact that they took it and showed us exactly what happened with Jesse. And... Yes. Could it have fit into a single episode, which they were, what, an hour-long episode? Right. So, I mean, it really was like watching one and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, theoretically, because it was only like an hour and a half, I think. So it was really like watching an extended episode. So it, it was billed as a movie, but it really was an extended episode is what I consider it. Now... I enjoyed it. There, there were certain scenes that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to kind of meet up with some of the other characters. Sure. And a lot of it was fan service. But sure. I think some of it was... What would happen next? Yeah, it was and story. and it, th- that was that was nice. There was a little bit of tension. I'm not going to spoil that. And it was it, it, so. I mean, there were certain parts I really enjoyed, but overall, from what I read, um, the showrunner was Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan, Gilligan was presented with this idea mm-hmm. or an idea for kind of. A movie after Breaking Bad, and he said no a number of times, and I know why is because it really didn't hit there. So, and I think part of the problem is is that because you had so many characters who were just no longer with us, right? (laughs) That were really good, amazing characters. It would have been really tough to have made a movie to hit the level Mm -hmm. of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what it come, kind of boils down to is the characters that would have made a great movie, you couldn't have them, you couldn't do it with them. Right. They already told the story through the series. So yeah, the only I, option I was to send Jesse off into the world and see what happened with him because he was really the last main good character that everybody loved. He's the one you had to kind of focus on because everybody else was gone. Yeah, and, so, and, and I didn't like where he ended up, number one. Oh. And number two, uh, I'll give you kind of a funny, ironic thing that, that I wish was in there. It wasn't, but I wish that... What was uh, Hank's wife's name? Marie. I expected Marie to break to find him somehow, mm, yeah. to pass him by somehow, somewhere, yeah. and try to arrest him or something like that. I just, right. I, 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 yeah, right. That would have been fun. I would have actually appreciated her encountering him somewhere mm-hmm. and him telling her what happened because he saw what happened. Right. He knows who can and be like, look. I wouldn't be here, you know. They, you know, if he, if if he had known what, if she had known what Jesse had gone through and had known what, would yeah, have, yeah, you know, happened yeah. to Hank, then maybe she would have been like at peace at, with it. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like there was definitely an opportunity that was maybe missed that would have tied up that loose end. But then again, you know what? I'm going to be really blunt and honest here. Sometimes we expect these nice little tidy little bows mm-hmm. wrapped on these packages. Right. The fact is, life is not like that. You don't always get that, you know, satisfaction of knowing what happened. You don't always get the satisfaction of seeing justice for, you know, these these wrongs that have been done. You don't get that. That's not real life. It does not happen that way. So I appreciate the fact that they didn't, you know fantasize for us what you know could have been oh let's type all the loose ends right okay I, I kind of appreciate that it's frustrating no no question but i appreciate it 
Okay, so you liked it more than I did. I definitely did. All right. Yeah. And uh, so let's dive into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sure. I am a pretty big Tarantino fan. I enjoyed most of Pulp Fiction. Yep. And most of Inglorious Bastards. Oh, absolutely. So that's our background. Sure. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I really felt that Colleen would enjoy it because it dealt with the Manson murders. Well, not that it dealt with it. It was just really closely tied to it. Right. Which, that whole thing, for those of you that don't know me very well, I am pretty obsessed with true crime and uh, true crime podcasts. I listen to a lot of them, and I'm always finding new ones, and... I listen to audiobooks about true crime quite a bit, and I absolutely loved um, getting to know kind of the details about the Manson murders through the book, uh, the audiobook uh, Helter Skelter, written by Vince Bugliosa, who was the prosecutor that basically put them behind bars. So it was that that that's where I was very much interested in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Plus, who doesn't love Leo and? Brad. Right, but I, I think mean, they. I think they. <laughs> I th- yeah, I, I. I think they kind of baited and switched in how they um, promoted this movie, and possibly because they showed the scene of Manson's face, mm-hmm. and then they dealt with you know they oh you know the Manson sure. family and all that. And, and it was more of an inside look at Hollywood and how movies are made and yeah. that kind of a thing, especially back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. And a tiny bit kind of swerved into this whole Manson family thing. Yes. So I really didn't like it as much. I, I thought some of the scenes ran too long. I think it sh- it could have been edited down quite a bit. Yeah, and I can see that. I uh, so that's. I totally get it. I absolutely get where you're coming from. I just really appreciated the whole vibe. I do love the fact that Tarantino, who's great with dialogue, didn't disappoint there. Right. I love the fact too that he actually. Um, he got some of the locations mm-hmm. back. He restored them back to the way they were in 1969. Yeah. So you felt like you were actually watching something that was not a period piece trying to be. You felt like you were watching something that was actually happening in 1969. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was brilliant. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. And it's not my favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I really liked it and I appreciated it. And I, I love that he tends to rewrite history in his movies. I like that. I really, really liked that quite a bit. So and and, and it, that is and that is interesting when you see and you know, we've seen it before. We saw it with Inglorious Bastards uh-huh. and we, Django we saw yeah and, and we see it with <clears throat> with this one. Uh, I haven't watched it again. And no, that's no, no. kind of Well true. Yeah. True. But Or El Camino, by the well, way. Well yeah that's so. also true. So it's it is one of those things. Like if I was going to do El Camino again, I'd probably watch the last season of Breaking Bad, the whole last season, yeah. and just keep going. Because yeah. I think that would that would kind of feel more. Um, 
I could feel like I was getting into it and I wasn't like forgetting, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I forgot about Because it would make more sense. It would okay. just kind of feel like it flowed better. That's just my opinion. So, um, yeah. I mean, I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I really did. Yeah, I it, it, it was... I, I love the, the the stylized look of it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I loved how they recreated Sunset Boulevard or whatever, yeah. the, the, the main street Hollywood when they were driving yeah. down. Yeah. I love the, the the backgrounds and all that. As far as stylized and, and the props and how they recreated that time, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. the movie as a whole and the story, I, I didn't really enjoy it. I liked it. It was okay. But, uh, all right. The Irishman. I am a huge fan of Scorsese, and I believe you are. I appreciate well. some of his films. Not all of them, but I've really enjoyed Goodfellas, believe it or not. Casino was okay. It wasn't right. my favorite of the of the movies, but I did like Goodfellas quite a bit. The, the Irishman, I felt mm-hmm. like it was it was a good story, interesting, and again, it, it did fit in with history. Sure. And I think it 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 presented uh, the, the situation with Hoffa as a possible scenario. Right. And so. That, again, was similar to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I felt like that Scorsese originally edited the movie and didn't give it to somebody to tighten it up. He just handed it in and released it. Yeah. There were scenes that went way too long. There oh, were dragged scenes out that way too much. We didn't need to see. Well, and I mean, but it, more importantly, I found it incredibly boring. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. I really struggled. Uh-huh. I appreciate what he was trying to do, but honestly, I struggled so much with it. So much of that could have been cut down, cut yeah, out, yeah. reduced, could have been much more interesting. It, it should have followed, in my opinion, more of a storyline of, like, kind of how Goodfellas was done. I, I get what mm-hmm. they were doing, because they were kind of sort of trying to do that, but honest to God, because that is Scorsese's M.O. Typically, there's a narrator, and it's one of the characters, and yep. they're telling their story. Yep. That's fine and dandy, but when you are dragging the story out for absolutely no reason, everyone was kind of getting on Anna Paquin's character for kind of being just blah and bland and whatever, you're dealing with real human beings, and she was patterned after a real human well, being. They did that with Margot Robbie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Correct. Too, by the way. Yeah. Correct, yeah. but Margot Robbie did a great job as Sharon mm-hmm. Tate. Yep. She did an amazing job as Sharon Tate. Yep. So, I mean, there were just, there were all these things that, yeah, it just, honestly, I, the Irishman, though, I was not really interested. I didn't really, but it didn't grab me in yeah. the trailer. I wasn't thinking to myself, oh, this is going to be similar to Goodfellas, Goodfellas and Casino. You know, both really good movies. I just... I, I felt like it, it just lacked. It was like you said, it was like he was phoning it in. Yeah, and it was it just was not yeah. it was not his best. And, and and yet people are calling it his masterpiece. No, I'm like, what? No, not even no not way. even close. I'm sorry, Goodfellas is mm-hmm. his masterpiece compared to any other movie I've ever seen of his. And I am sorry, I just I can't I I can't agree with that. I watched it in pieces over three days because it was so long. Yeah. And well, three and a I, half hours. That's an epic, and unfortunately, there wasn't enough story to warrant that time frame. Right. It's not like you were trying to tell the story of the Bible. Can right. You, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I thought I was going crazy, and so I I watched Goodfellas again, part mo- most of it, and then I watched Casino most of it again, and those two. 
yeah, are classic out. movies. Standout movies. Fantastic oh, movies. absolutely. And then going back to The Irishman, I'm going, I just... I like Ray Romano. I think Ray Romano was oh, a standout. A yeah. I thought he was great. But just the, the the bulk of the movie and all that, I don't need to see people by the side of a road changing a tire. I don't need to see no. people fixing a car. I don't need to see all that. No, you just, don't. And by the way, it is kind of a little bit of a tie-in back to El Camino, by the way. What's the tie-in? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? No. Oh, my God. The guy who plays Todd in El Camino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Al Pacino, Jimmy Hoffa's son. Yeah. In The Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice little wrap-up there, bub. Right. So, anyway, three movies that I really did not enjoy that much. I I won't be going yeah. back to them. No, I probably won't and even watch The Irishman I, from the beginning. And, and and they talked about the de-aging process and all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. most of the interviews. And that's kind of a warning sign if that's what they're focusing on. Right. Instead of the bulk of the film and how great story. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that should be red flags yeah. all over the place. I'm sorry. So. If that's what you're going to hang the masterpiece mm-hmm. title on, nah. no. Benjamin Button was a much better de-aging or re-aging, yeah. however you want to look yeah. at it, process. So, so, so that's it. No, it's kind of a... Kind of a, a sad movie. <laughs> sad movie review. Yeah, for for three movies that Not could sad have movies. been. It's a movie fantastic. review that's really sad. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, listeners, what did you think of El Camino, Once Upon It, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and The Irishman? What did you think of those films? Let us know. You can send us an email at feedback at ridealongpod.com and let us know. We'd be very interested to hear. Maybe we're missing something. Right. Let us know what we missed in in those films. And as we say, it's always better to ride along with friends. Mm -hmm. And fins, maybe. (laughs) But friends. And uh, we thank you for listening to us and sharing our podcast with others. And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye-bye.